Good morning and welcome. Patriot Radio News Hour. I'm Joe Jaquin, CEO of the Patriot Trading Group. And I hope it finds you well today. Our toll-free number, 800-951-0592. The website at allamericangold.com, allamericangold.com. We've got another item. This one has to do with, you know, we, we, we yesterday I told you about that St. Gaudens, the 1933 saint. There's only one that's allowed to legally be sold. Uh, it sold for over $19 million. Uh, before that, however, the, the most expensive coin was a silver dollar. An 1874 flowing hair dollar. Uh, today we're going to run a gold special that that relates to all of this stuff. And I'm going to bring Jason in. Jason's going to come in in the second segment. For those of you, uh, and, and I know, you know, obviously Colorado, you guys know Jason. Uh, Jason runs our Colorado office. You Phoenix listeners, when I'm not here, uh, Jason normally fills in. He is, he's like uh, an encyclopedia when it comes to uh, the history of things. We, we have a, a, a coin that is not a common date coin that we're going to run. We actually have some quantity on it. I got a call this morning uh, from one of our great wholesalers. The price is fantastic, and it's really, really interesting. So stay tuned uh, for that. That's going to come up in the second segment uh, the rest of it, obviously, we'll talk about CPI, uh, just like I thought. You know, the idiot box is a dangerous place. The cheerleading channels. I listened to Fox, and I wish I hadn't, but, you know, it's part of my job. I, I'm watching Bloomberg. I'm watching CNBC. I'm watching Fox. And he said, oh, you know, it wasn't that bad. If I, it's not that bad. It's not that bad. By the way, uh, the CPI came in at 5%, uh, which we know is really probably more like 13, but okay, 5. Uh, that's two and a half times more <laughs> than what they promised us. Oh, no, we, we'd like to. So think about this. This is what you need to believe today. This is how stupid we all need to be today. Devaluing your purchasing power by 5% in a, in, in a month, or well, I guess it's a year-over-year year number, in a year, no, that's not that bad. Now, granted, the problem is that's not even a true number. Here's the amazing part, and, and this, is, this is why, another reason why, listen, if you haven't gotten your financial house in order, if you haven't gotten your golden order, you better hurry up. Because I explained it to you yesterday. What should have happened today, what should have happened today, Treasury yields should have rose, and the dollar should have gained strength. Neither one of those things happened. Matter of fact, the opposite has happened. The dollar is losing strength. Treasury yields, actually, they were up briefly for, and I mean, but by nothing, uh, and Treasury yields are now down a little bit. Which just tells you the idiocracy that is upon us. 
This is a number way beyond comprehension. But of course, turn on, oh, hey, it's not that bad, it's okay. They turned a dollar into 95 cents. Here's the problem. They really turned the dollar into about 88 cents in one year. And that's, that's, that's what they did. And, and, and they're saying, eh, it's fine. Because you know what? Here's the realities. Inflation's got to go a lot higher. And it's going to continue to go a lot higher. And, and they can do all the substitutions and mathematical formulas they want. But here's the problem. Why? Why wouldn't they start preparing for it? I mean, at the very least, at least talk about it. Oh, no, no, it's just transitory. Don't worry. Because they know. The second we do something, the bubble pops. And the bubble's going to pop, and you better have that gold before it does. It's okay to be a little early. And we can even argue, probably not early anymore, right? You'd be a little early, but you can't be late. Remember uh, when when uh, gold hit its all-time high, but then Jay Powell and Janet Yellen, right? Joe Biden wins. And there's going to be no inflation. Don't worry. In 1670, gold would get to 1670. Wouldn't ever go through 1670. But that was like, that was like the 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 bottom. And then gold would bounce, and it would go oh 1700. Couldn't cross 1800. 1870 is the new bottom. Matter of fact, while we were sleeping, it went back to 1870. Bounce right off and boosh. Here it comes. Here's the problem. I can tell you what the next new bottom is going to be. The next new bottom is going to be 2100, 2300, 500, 3000, 5000, 10,000. Patriot Radio News Hour. When we get back, we got a really cool item coming up next. 800 951 Patriot Radio News Hour here on this Thursday. Uh, it's just incredible. It just baffles the mind. Oh, it's fine. Don't worry. It won't last forever. Who cares if we lose 5, 6, 10, 12, 20% of your buying power? It's all part of the master plan out there. But this is why you, you put this gold away. And, you know, it's kind of ironic today the call I got this morning after what happened you know with that 33 St. Gaudens I was telling you about that flowing haired 1874 silver dollar today I've got 50 and I'll be honest with you I've never seen 50 of these ever Uh, there are people out there that if the, when these coins are, that's all they do is buy them. And there's people out there that have hundreds of this particular coin. It is an 1878 San Francisco Mint $20 Liberty. Now, obviously, we sell Liberties, the Liberty Series, 1866 to 1907. 
And they're minted, you know, the Philadelphia Mint, the New Orleans Mint, the San Francisco Mint. I, I mean, there's some Carson City in there. You know, the Carson City ones, those always have a big premium. But this particular date, 1878S, is is what we would consider a, a rarer date coin. So when you're buying coins from us, chances are you're not getting any 1878 S's. You probably get a bunch of uh, 1878 Philadelphia mints or, or whatnot, but this is a rarer date, a rarer mint mark. And I happen to be talking to Jason about it, because that's what I do. When we, we get an item, I call Jason, hey, this is what I'm going to run today. And then Jason just started talking all about it. I mean, he knew all about it. And I was like, dude, you got to come on. I mean, you know more about it than I do. Uh, so I asked them to join us today. Jason, are you with us? Yeah, I'm here. I'm right, right, listening to everything. All right, so you started telling me why it was that this particular date and this particular mint mark was, was, was hard to come by. And you said, really, it started... Uh, with the ending of the Civil War. So why don't you go ahead and explain to, to the listeners exactly what you were telling me. Yeah, and, and there's the, the funniest thing about the, the education we have about our history is that some of the most fascinating times uh, in American history is when there wasn't war, when uh, the moneyed powers that didn't have a central bank after Andrew Jackson killed it, uh, they, they just kept poking holes uh, at the American government and the American people to get their power back. And the, the Civil War and all these other things, uh, when there was no central bank, has to do with uh, with the bankers trying to get the Federal Reserve set up, which they did in 1913. So the coin that, that Joe is selling, uh, 1878, uh, and, and this is with all the dates, but, yeah, the S is much more rare than, than the Philadelphia. But they, they made a lot less of the 1878 gold because – the mints were forced to start ramping up silver dollar productions. Um, there was a uh, after the Civil War was over, Abraham Lincoln, you know, was reelected and then immediately assassinated. Uh, his greenback money was going to be a, a freeing type of money for for pretty much all of civilization. The bankers in England were mortified at what had happened and that they had no ability to stop what what Lincoln was doing, so they killed him. And then they got their banker-backed candidates in Congress to start, start uh, burning out and destroying all of the greenbacks out of the system. And this created a, a back-and-forth economic struggle from 1866 all the way uh, to the early 1900s. And they used gold, actually, as a weapon. They tried to control the gold markets. In 1870, they actually, uh, you can see, uh, there's pictures of a chalkboard of, of uh, a couple of uh, massive uh, uh, up and down gold days to where the, these these bankers were loading their pockets, and then they went uh, about making it uh, America try to force them into a gold only money system which they could control. So, so let me get this right: in the early 1870s, they tried to get rid of silver out of the money. Yeah. So in uh, 1873, they had what was called the crime of 73, where they just decided to just to demonetize silver dollars, stop making silver dollars, stop, start making less uh, silver half dollars and quarters and dimes, uh, move it to, uh, more to a gold money system, and then start making more paper for the banks. And, and, and the banks would have nothing there to back it up except for gold. 
silver dollars and silver was the working man's currency. You have to have both. You can't just have gold because gold can be manipulated, uh, and it's why because it, it's, it's precious. There's less of it. So uh, it, it's and I got one clip. I'm going to play you, Joe, here in a minute. That's that's really cool because. Uh, 1873, the the gold bugs, the gold guys, uh, they were removing silver out of out of, out of uh, circulation, and we had this mint, we had this Carson City mint that was just bringing tons of silver out. It was it was it was hugely uh, successful for the average working man in America to have all this silver come into the uh, money supply, and they're like, well, we can't have that. The bankers are like, we can't. oh my god, look at all this silver coming in. It's, it's, it's it's making the average guy rich. You know, it's just making them happy. So they, uh, they they got their legislators in there and like, well, let's get control of the silver thing. Uh, and a couple of years later, people were so outraged at the crime of '73 that by 1878, here comes the Morgan silver dollar. Carson City started so let me, let cranking me, let them me, out. Let me stop. Let me stop you right there. So by 1873, they essentially stopped making silver dollars. For the most part, there was there was some out there, but yeah, for the most part, right. But that's why, like that 1874 flowing hair dollar sold for like ten million dollars. Yes, exactly, exactly. Right? Rare and, coins and that, because it was so rare, right? And up until Tuesday, it was the most expensive uh, U.S. coin ever sold until the Saints sold Tuesday for nineteen million. Yeah, and and, so, and and listen to this, Joe. Listen to this. But what these bankers were doing. From 1866 to 1886, they removed so many greenbacks and money out of the money supply, they contracted the money supply in those 20 years by 84% to create a depression. And uh, if you look at the Great Depression, the money supply was only taken down by 33% in 29 to 33. And then the 08 housing debacle, uh, about 40% of the money was taken out of circulation over about a three or, uh, three or four-year span. They took out eighty-four percent of the money to cause this to happen, Joe. This is this is how extreme their monetary policy was to control. And, and you're right, they, uh, the silver, the silver dollars of 1874 were uh, very valuable. Let me ask you this, Jason: raising interest rates, what does it do to the money supply? Well, it does a lot to the money supply, but it uh, right? it, it, it can it be starts, helpful and it, it can be harmful. Both, but right. in this case, right, we were talking about right. This would be a weapon of of trying to. You know, we've created all of this money here recently. This is why the Fed wants to pretend there's no inflation. They can't. Yes. They can't even think about raising rates right now. That'd no. Be detrimental to the money supply. Correct. But Correct. In 1878, they finally relented and they started. That was the first year of the Morgan dollar. Correct. That's correct. And let me let me add one last thing because I'm going to move just past that for a second. The reason they stopped making Morgan silver dollars in 1904. And then they picked up silver dollars in 1921. There's a, there's a big reason. This gold versus silver kept going on, and then the, the, kind of the height of this back and forth was 1896. William Jennings Bryan was a silver money guy, and he ran against uh, McKinley, a gold-only money guy. And McKinley won that election, uh, and, and William Jennings Bryan did the best he could to protect the American public from these bankers. But after the second term of McKinley from uh, 1900 to 1904, which he was assassinated... That was it. The silver dollars, they stopped making them. That We got the central bank in 1913, and then it was okay to start making silver dollars because once they got the uh, power to create the money, Joe, it's okay to have silver at that point. That's why the, That's the why gap. the Morgan dollar made a, a one-year appearance again in 1921. Yep. But why? So having said that, the reason why the 1878, and Jason's right, it's actually rare in all mints, Philadelphia mint, 
the, the, the San Francisco Mint. Uh, they made less of them because all of these mints had to start making silver again. That's right. It, the American people rose up against this gold-only money thing that was uh, being pushed on them. And uh, the public and, uh, and Congress at that point was uh, was le- leading leaning more towards silver again because it was I mean people were really angry. This was a, this was a big deal. Uh, a, a, a political party called the Greenback Party sprung up, and then uh, uh, James Garfield, who wasn't a Greenbacker, he ended up running as a, a Republican, uh, won the election in 1880, and then was uh, very, very, you know, he talked about the, the money policy of, of Abraham Lincoln and the Greenbackers, and he talked about Andrew Jackson uh, and how bad the banks are. Let, let me play this real quick, Joe, because this is, this, is, this is 1880 he gets elected. This is right around the time that this coin that was you know, minted that we're selling today. This, this is how uh, crazy things were. Let me, let me play this. Bill Still, but he, uh, he, he's going to do the quote here. Two years later, in 1880, the American people elected General James Garfield president. Garfield understood how the economy was being manipulated. As a congressman, he had been chairman of the Appropriations Committee and was a member of the Banking and Currency Committee. Garfield understood the ability of the very wealthy to manipulate gold money. He investigated the cause of the Black Friday gold market scandal of 1869 when financier Jay Gould and others cornered the gold market causing wild fluctuations in the price. This is a photograph of the actual quote board from the New York Gold Trading Room, which Garfield introduced as evidence during a congressional investigation the following year. This is Garfield's handwriting. After his inauguration, he slammed the money changers publicly. Here's the quote. This this quote is something you gotta listen to. Whoever controls the volume of money in any country is absolute master of all industry and commerce. And when you realize that the entire system is very easily controlled, one way or another, by a few powerful men at the top, you will not have to be told how periods of inflation and depression originate. There you go, Joe. That's James Garfield, uh, right around the same time as this coin, you know, saying, hey, we, we, we need to take this back. We can't let these, these, uh, these uh, central bankers all in league with the Bank of England to control what we're doing. And uh, at that point in time, silver was really coming back, and the American people were taking the power back. Joe. Crazy. It's amazing how throughout history we see these patterns emerge over and over and over and over again. Uh, but we have 50. And again, I've never seen more than a couple of these uh, 1878s San Francisco twenty San Francisco made twenty dollar liberties. Uh, we've got fifty of them, and I went everywhere online. The cheapest price I found, I did find one place that had that actually has them, had them, and they wanted twenty two hundred and forty dollars. Everywhere else was twenty four, twenty five, twenty six hundred bucks. I've got these fifty. At twenty two hundred dollars, which you know a regular, you know, let, let's just call it a nineteen oh four lib, which is just common date regular liberty. It's twenty one hundred eighty five bucks. So uh, to get a, a rarer date, especially with the history of this, uh, and thank you so much for Jason to coming on to educate us. It just all of it made perfect sense because I couldn't understand yesterday 
Why is that 1870? Why would that flowing air be worth so much? Now, now it makes perfect sense. And then why would 1878, why would that be a rare date? And that was because all the mints had stopped minting silver. And then, of course, uh, we got the silver back in the money supply, and so they were minting primarily the Morgan dollars. And so they minted a lot less gold that year. Uh, this is a price, like I said, uh, unmatched anywhere in a quantity that I've never seen. I'll probably never see it again. That, that's my guess. I don't think I'll ever see these again. It was just a rarity where, uh, as the guy was telling me, he goes, well, there's, and he said, he goes, there's a handful of guys that buy all of these. And one of these guys liquidated some of those for whatever reason. And that's why they're available today. Twenty-two hundred bucks. The eighteen seventy-eight S twenty-dollar Liberty. We'll be back. Eight hundred nine five one zero five nine two. Kind of cool. Not kind of really cool. A huge part of our nation's history, and the you know th- this particular date, this eighteen seventy-eight S representing the bankers at at work. Right? They were, you know, there was no central bank during the entire Liberty Series. None. Zero. I mean, we had a civil war. We had, we had become a superpower, right? I mean, we were the largest. We were the Chinese back in the day, right? Everyone bought stuff from us. With all without this central bank, but the bankers were always trying to get back into power. And uh, you know, I, I I don't know history as well as Jason, but Jason will tell you flat out the bankers were willing to do whatever by any means necessary, including uh, killing presidents. That's that's and again, don't take my word for it. But there's a, a lot of things, and this is just another one of those examples where they tried to cause a crash by taking all the silver out. Because let's face it, think about this: at twenty dollars in eighteen seventy-eight, I was a, dude. You were walking around with twenty bucks. You were big time. You know, people didn't have $20 in their pocket. They may have had a dollar. So it just makes sense in 1878, you know, that when when they finally were able to thwart off the bankers, if you will, and get silver back in production, that the 1878 gold coin would become, especially a $20 gold coin, would become... A rare date. So we had, I don't know how many are left. We had 34 before I started talking. We started with 50. These are going very, very quickly. Uh, we still have a couple of lines open. Uh, they're $2,200. These are the 1878S, which is the San Francisco Mint. $2,200 at 800 951 
0.592. Gold's up again today. Was well, again uh, $1,895. Uh, silver's right at $28. The Dow's up about 100 points. And the 10 year note is actually lower. The dollar is lower. Uh, Stanley Drunkenmiller just went off today uh, telling CNBC this is a complete farce after the CPI number came out. By the way, remember what I told you about 2008? That's exactly what they said on the TV. That's the highest number since 2008. Remember I told you, dude, that's a that's a sham. You know what happened? Why the number was so high for that brief period of time in 2008? That was $100 crude. People forget that. That was $100 crude. And then boom, they got and then Lehman went under, boom, no more inflation. The core inflation number, just so you know, because, you know, the, the Fed hates the headline number, that 5% number. They don't like that number. The core number, the highest since 1992. What? And the 10-year note fell? The dollar fell? And there, and, and Stan Drunken Miller, who, by the way, you know, and you guys know, he's from uh, Duquesne, one of the richest people in the world. Uh, and I'll, I'll tell you this, and, and I know this may make some people mad, but it is what it is. You know, he he uh, he grew up under a guy named George Soros, so you may want to pay attention to what he says. He called it a complete farce. The market is not speaking right now, he said. May CPI data is not speaking right now on May CPI data and will not until the Fed stops canceling market signals. And at that point, we will know. So some pretty pretty strong words out of Stan Drunkenmiller saying... The Federal Reserve is trying to cover it up. It's a huge cover-up. Right? Uh, sorry, be, be patient. We'll get to you in the answer that you called, uh, the 1878S at 2200 bucks. But I thought it was worth noting because they want you to believe. See, it's okay. It's just going to be transitory. Everybody just believe them. No, it's not. No, it's not. If it was, you know what? Listen, if it was true, stop buying the bonds. Stop. Don't buy 40 billions in mortgages. Don't buy all the treasuries. Force the banks every night to, to not leave their money at the reverse repos. See the latest number? $500 billion. They're supposed to be out there buying bonds. They're supposed to be out there loading money. They don't want to do it. And, of course, it makes sense. A 10-year note is yielding 1.48%, and you just said headline inflation was 5? And, of course, the bankers know that's not re- a real number. Let's see. Hmm. You're, de- you're devaluing uh, by 5% that you're willing to admit to. 
but you want me to buy a 10-year note that yields 148. Are you listening? Is any of this sinking in to you at all? This is a house of cards. And here's the problem now. They push this house of cards. Look at the debts, right? Between the Fed's balance sheet and, and the, the debt of the federal government. Forget about cities and states and all the rest. You got $40 trillion. Housing prices are so high, nobody can afford them. Right, by the way, are you seeing oh, a lot of cooling signs in this housing market? Um, and I want to be wrong on that. I want to be wrong, but this is the reality. This isn't this isn't anything other than common sense. They are deliberately trying to misrepresent the market. Now, are they trying to misrepresent the market in in a good way or a bad way? simple to trying to misrepresent the market in a way that doesn't actually reflect what the realities actually are. That just screams one word, overvalued and crash. Patriot Radio News Hour. We'll be back after the break. 800-951-0592. Let's just be protected. That's all. It's not going to be the end of the world. So we're going to a digital currency. And the more money you have in the debt system, the more pain you're going to have. It's just that simple. That's all. So how much pain do you want? The more gold and silver you buy, the less pain you're going to have. By the way, um, we're running out of the 1878S. Uh, that's the special we have running today at $2,200. If we run out, I guess probably more, when we run out, I will honor yesterday's CU prices on the Liberties and the Saints at 2200 So you'll still be able to get gold at 2200 uh, But when we're out of the S, we're out of the S. But we're not out yet. So if you want to grab some, do it now. I have a question, 800. Joe. Uh, what what condition? Oh, ahead, what condition are those coins in? I got a question from a, a buyer. Yeah, the, the, these are XFVFs. So these are actually not even circulated. These are 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 better than that. So th- this is again. I thank you for pointing that out. I didn't even say that. So yeah, I had a customer uh, like, "What condition are those in?" And so I'm going to go. I'll get back to them, Joe. Thanks. These are not. Now let me clarify. These are not beat up, worn down, you know. Listen, are they are they perfect specimens? Of course not. But if you if you bought twenties from us, this is that's what they're gonna be. They're gonna look just like all the other twenties that we do uh, here at Patriot. So you're gonna be able to to read these dates as clear as bells. You're gonna be able to see the the bit mark clear as a bell. Uh, so don't worry about that whatsoever. You know, and of course, if, if they weren't, we wouldn't do it. We wouldn't run them. We, we don't do that. We don't mess around with, with low-quality stuff out there. So thank you, Jason, for jumping in on that. 800-951-0592. And I said in, in VF and XF because that's how they we got to 50. Uh, so, uh, and again, I've never seen 50 of these ever. And my, probably you take all my 18 years, and I actually got yeah, 18 now. God, is it 18? 18 years. 
I haven't seen 50 of these in 18 years. I've probably seen five. So 800-951-0592. So we're talking about the debt system. How much pain do you get involved? I'm telling you, the digital currency's coming. I know you still don't want to believe me. The Swiss National Bank and the Bank of France said that they are going to start the European trial of the first cross-border central bank digital currency payment. Here you go. As I told you, the you know, it's going to be the entire debt system. This is going to be a global thing. This is going to be how China emerges and takes another big leap forward as as a central bank currency. You know, go back. Remember, go back, what was it, uh, 2016? When they let them into the basket of currencies at the IMF? Then really, no one really did anything. And then all of a sudden, 2018, 2019, people started using it. Then... Uh, all of a sudden here in the last year or so, uh, the Chinese currency's probably doubled. It's still a low number, but doubled in use. you got to remember, the Chinese currency all by itself, it's actually bigger than ours in stuff, but in dollar terms, it's going to pass the United States here in the next couple of years. So its use is widespread, believe me. But this is going to elevate them. They're going to take a big leg up. And we're going to continue to take that big leg down uh, because of the debt. So now France and Switzerland said they're going to be the first trial of cross-border payments now of the central bank. This this is what they're focused on now. It looks like central bank digital currency. That's, that's the acronym, CBDC, central bank digital currencies. The banks announced this morning... A move that will be the first for the two of the world's top currencies. What? Well, I guess the euro, right? And then the Swiss franc. Uh, well, and, and so anyway, I guess, you know, sort of. The euro, yes. The Swiss franc, not really. Uh, the focus on bank-to-bank wholesale lending markets rather than everyday public transactions. So, again, this is going to be... Kind of like maybe the new SWIFT system, right, where where you have cross-border trade that's done with central bank digital currencies, which, again, that's really, for me, that's really scary. Because, you know, you to remember, the Fed, first of all, they never admit there's any inflation, say they want inflation. Uh, now they're saying it's okay if inflation runs hot. When they go to this digital currency, if the inflation number isn't what they like, all they got to do is go in their computer. They don't have to raise rates. Low. We know, listen, lowering and raising rates, that was a farce. That actually doesn't work, does it? It didn't work. I mean, rates have been zero for how long? doesn't work. But they can get all the inflation they want now. You know what? We don't have to worry about China manipulating its currency. We can just say, clickety-clack on our computer, that all the crap we buy from China costs 10% more today. And we can do it with the central bank digital currency. Uh, Switzerland's UBS, Credit Suisse, and France's national banks all involved uh, in the project 
the Euro the Eurozone adapting a strong tend towards digitalization of payments, according to the Bank of France. By the way, Europe had their meeting today, their Fed meeting today. Same thing. Yeah, we're not worried about inflation, and we're going to keep buying bonds. Everything's great. Business as usual. Blah, 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 blah. How much exposure to the debt-laden system do you want? That's really the only question. 800-951-0592. Final segment coming up. 800-951-0592. You know, I was just thinking. By the way, thank you. Big shout out. Thank you, Jason, for coming on. It's fascinating. You know, you think about Abraham Lincoln and uh, the Greenbacks. It was really trying to uh, take the power away from the bankers. And, you know, and of course, he's assassinated. Then they try to get rid of all the Greenbacks and then get rid of the silver, causing the depression and Deliberately, I mean, this is what they they do. And right now, you got all these central bankers singing the same tune. Ah, don't worry, it's fine. So what? We're devalued. It's just transitory. Don't worry, we're in charge. And so this eighteen seventy eight S. The reason why it's such a hard date is because that's when the Morgan dollar came into existence. Because they found, they figured out what the bankers were up to and, and, and were able to act. We can't even act anymore. Now we're just slaves to the banks, aren't we? I mean, who was the last real maverick out there grilling the Federal Reserve? I mean, Ron Paul was the last. I mean, who is it today? There isn't anybody. I mean, you got his son who grills Fauci. But now... Uh, we've got the evilest banker of all time, Janet Yellen. You know, you think about this. Think about Kamala Harris and that disaster trip she just took. Right? No one should let her out. Put her back wherever she wants. Put her back. How about Joe Biden? His first trip out. He's over there in Europe, and guess what he says? The biggest threat. And I'm thinking, okay, well, it's got to be China. Nope. Uh. Uh-uh. Uh. Are we going to do the Russian card, maybe? Uh-uh. I know. How about the hackers? Well, see, JBS, I told you they paid that fine. $11 million they paid. Maybe that's the biggest threat. No, 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 no. Oh, the biggest threat is is uh, climate change. Yes, that's the threat. We are in big trouble. The wolf is guarding the hen, the hen house, and nobody's home. Nobody's home, right? Donald Trump did his best to get rid of Janet Yellen. They brought her right back. Listen, it's coming, and it's coming a lot faster than you think. Uh, this is a great coin, great opportunity, and like I said, when we run out, we'll do the CUs from, from yesterday, uh, the 1878 S. Great piece of history, a great investment. How much exposure do you really want to these debt markets? Heed the words of Stan Drunkard Miller. These aren't real markets. 
Don't have all of your wealth in something that isn't true. Right? We know that. That's why, you know, and I say it all the time. Be diversified. I'm diversified. Now, granted, my son is my financial planner, but I'm diversified. But believe me, my wife's on my you-know-what. All We are continuing to accumulate an ounce of gold for every year you've been alive, your wife's been alive, your kids have been alive, your grandkids. Get it put away, 800-951-0592, the 1878S, San Francisco minted $20 Liberty at $2,200. Thank you all so much. Big shout out to Jason for explaining all of this stuff to us. God bless everybody. Here's the great part. Tomorrow's Friday. One more show before we wrap up the week. Take care.